everybody. I'm Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Noelle. How are you today? I'm cozy. I'm warm. I'm cozy. Our pot bean is... <laughs> Our pea pot is so warm. It really is, and it's so needed because it's cold. I and know. It's supposed to get snowy. Oh yes, I can't wait. But yeah, I'll just stay inside. Yep, that's the benefit of mm-hmm. podcasting and having other work from home jobs. Yeah, and now <laughs> I get to sit back and hear a story. What got yeah, today? So I was originally. For people who might have been on our live last Friday, going to do a female serial killer this week, but I actually changed my mind. That's okay. Very last minute. Because I wanted to do something that caught my eye that is, like, more relevant right now, and actually it was a lot easier to get information on because of how relevant it is. Yeah, heck yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to be telling you about Luca Magnata. Oh, boy. Many people know of him because of the documentary on Netflix called Don't Fuck With Cats, Hunting an Internet Killer or something. Uh-huh. We're just going to start from the beginning of Luca's story. So Luca Rocco Magnata was born on July 24th, 1982 in Scarborough, Canada. So he's currently 38 right now. He's Sean's age. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Luca was actually born as Eric Clinton Kirk Newman, but oh. changed his name in 2006 to Luca Rocco Magnata. Mm-hmm. As a kid, his parents divorced. I guess he went to go live with his grandma and grandpa while being homeschooled, and eventually they divorced also. He ended up going to high school physically, I think only for like two years. So he went to high school in 1998 and graduated in 2000. Mm. Um, his early childhood had nothing else major to report that would, like, be any indication or any warning signs of his future actions, like, Hmm. at all. Interesting. Yeah. He just, since high school, he was always full of himself. His whole life, he was full of himself. Yep. That's the only thing. I mean, the narcissistic tendencies, yes, but he wasn't doing anything like he would in the future when he was younger. So his high school classmates and teachers only remember him for being incredibly vain, always changing his hair color and worrying about his looks. Between 2002 and 2003, I am not sure what he did in between graduation and 2002. Kind of just jumped there. Mm. He started stripping. Uh, he posed for some pinup magazines and got cosmetic surgeries. I mean, he got a lot of cosmetic surgeries, but I believe one of them was, like, hair implants or something. Mm. Or something. I don't know. (laughs) And he even attempted a couple reality shows. He attempted reality shows kind of, like, all throughout his life. Yep. Once he got of age to do so. During this time, he also filled... Filled? (laughs) That's not cool when you hear what I'm going to say. He also filmed three or four pornos (laughs) where he was a straight-turned-gay guy. Because he is gay in real life. Mm-hmm. So in this porno, he would pretend to be straight and then turn gay. Uh, he also tried his hand at being an occasional escort. And this is where he came up with his persona named Jimmy. He would use his persona when escorting. And I believe he would he used it in one of his pornos. And he'll also use it in the future when he would, like, 
post ads for his escorting. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he posted them on Craigslist or anywhere, probably. Yeah, yeah. Craigslist was probably the... Well... Yeah, they took, they took down the personals or something, like, a couple years ago, but I don't think you can post those anymore. Mm-mm. So in 2004, this is when his criminal actions began. So let's see. He would have been 18 in 2000. This is 2004. So he's 22 when his criminal actions began. There was a woman he became friends with who was 21, but she had the mental capacity of an 8 to 12-year-old child. And he decided to take advantage of this poor lady. Mm -hmm. He convinced her to get a bunch of credit cards out in her name, in which he used and acquired $10,000 in unpaid credit card debt for this poor lady. So luckily he was caught and arrested for fraud. And for some reason, I don't know. I say this because it's alleged the police said that he sexually assaulted her and videotaped it. But yet the Crown of Canada dropped that charge before the fraud case went to trial. The cops said that would cause future ramifications in society. So like... It sounds like they were serious, like they found some sort of yeah proof that he had assaulted her and videotaped it, but it was not. So that's why I say for some unexplained reason, they say that, that they saw that, but, but then, then dropped it. the crown dropped it. Now, dictionary time, because I have the dictionary in all my episodes. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> for those unfamiliar with Canadian government, as I am, uh, according to the Canadian Encyclopedia, in Canada, a constitutional monarchy... The crown is the source of nonpartisan sovereign authority and an integral part of the legislature, executive and judicial powers that govern the country. As the embodiment of the crown, the queen serves as head of state in Canada's constitutional monarchy. In 2005, he was then convicted. So just a year later, he was convicted on the four counts of fraud and he pled guilty to all of them. He was only sentenced to nine months community service and 12 months of probation. For Jeez. racking up thousands of dollars in credit card debt yeah. on someone else's account. Huh. Yeah, for uh, Less identity than fraud. a year like just community service. No no, no jail time or nope. anything. Nope. They, yeah. And they didn't even look into, as far as I'm aware, I mean, nothing else was said about this alleged sexual assault. I don't even think it was looked and into. And we'll learn that he has a thing for videotaping. Yes, so he does. It becomes his thing. I see that that probably did happen. I know. With the things he has videotaped, uh-huh. yes. Apparently, before the actual sentencing, Luca's lawyer showed a medical report of him having significant psychological issues. When the judge gave her ruling, according to Murderpedia, she said, you have a medical problem and you need to always take your medication. If you do not, your life is going to get messed up. So I have the medical report from his therapist. I can read it now, but I also included a link. Should I read it or should I just let them read it? That's up to you. I mean, I could read it. Okay, read it. All right. This is from his therapist to a Peter B. Scully regarding Eric Newman, as we know was his name. So it's not 2006 yet. We're still in, what did I say, 2004 or 2005. Yep, yep. So he hasn't changed his yep. name yet. So we're still referring to him as Newman. <laughs> Newman. Newman. Fucking Newman. <laughs> Thank you very much for your letter dated May 26, 2005, regarding the above-named patient. Eric has been a patient of mine for the last five years. Originally, he was treated at Scarborough General Hospital as an outpatient at the present he attends the outpatient department of Rogue Valley Health System, Centenary Site. This letter is kind of, um, it was scanned in. It looks like it was scanned in, so it's oh, a little yeah. hard to read. 
in Toronto for the treatment of a major psychiatric disorder called paranoid schizophrenia. He has been suffering from this condition for many more than five years, and he has had admissions to inpatient units at various hospitals. In the recent past, he has been admitted to the inpatient unit in our, in our hospital on two occasions in the year 2003. Um, he tells you about what he's treating the patient with, which is like medications I cannot pronounce. <laughs> He was last seen in the outpatient department on February 5th, 2005, and he is on one, two, three, four, five, five medicines. One is an antipsychotic medication. One is another antipsychotic medication. One medication is to counteract the side effects due to the antipsychotic medications. Hmm. And then there's a night sedative and an anti-anxiety medication. Then the letter concludes with, Unfortunately, Mr. Newman is not very regular in attending the outpatient department, and as a result, he misses his medications. Following his visit on February 25, 2005, he was advised to see him in one month's time at the outpatient department for continuation of medication and for reassessment of his mental status. However, so far I have not seen him in the outpatient department yet. As far as prognosis is concerned, as long as Mr. Newman continues to take medications regularly and attends outpatient department as advised, the prognosis is fair, but if he does not comply in taking medication, he would be prone to relapse of his symptoms, which may include paranoia, auditory hallucinations, fear of the unknown ETC. Sincerely, his doctor who prescribed him. Oh my gosh. So he's like not taking his medication and he has... I mean, that's a serious mental mm-hmm. disorder. Yeah. And not to mention, he's got obvious, I don't know why this wasn't spoken about, but he is, he's a narcissist, yeah. like through and through, obviously, mm-hmm. to where we'll talk about the, the lengths he goes to bring attention to himself, not even oh, yeah. with these videos, but like, mm-hmm. he's, he's very narcissistic, and I'm surprised that wasn't mentioned in, in the letter, because... Everything he did was deliberate. Yes, it was. You know, it, it wasn't just, oh, I find it fun to put these videos up. He wanted to be seen, and he wanted to get his name out there. So as I said earlier in 2006, Eric Clinton Kirk Newman officially changed his name to Luca Rocco Magnata after suffering a breakup. Over the next four years, he would continue to try to make a name for himself by filming more pornos, trying out for more reality shows, and posing for some other magazines. So he he did pose for some magazines and can Canadia, I was going to say. <laughs> there was a rumor in 2007 that Luca denies that he was dating the schoolgirl killer from Scarborough, Canada, Carla Homolka. She was a serial rapist and serial killer along with her first husband. Mm-hmm. That couple has now made it onto my future episode list. Oh, that's a cool case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a cool case, but it's, it's... It's a good one to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so that's now, I put it on there. It's on, <laughs> it's in my blanks. I had some blanks, and I'm like, oh! Putting that on there. Uh-huh. Now, it's said, here we go, that the rumors about him and Carla were actually most likely fabricated by Luca himself. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. because in 2007, he was starting to make up crazy rumors about himself to keep getting more attention, and then he would create other fake profiles on all these different social medias to, de- to debunk or deny his own rumors. Yes. Yep, so yep, he would yep. make up, he would comment things about himself as himself. And then he'd have all these other fake profiles that were actually Luca Mm -hmm. commenting and denying it. So the police claimed he created like 70 Facebook profiles and 20 websites with different names, all to create and debunk rumors about himself. 
Like, seriously, who has that much time to be so into themselves that they would do these crazy things? Just, I mean. And start the rumor, too. Yeah. I mean, what, how does he make money? I can't even manage my own Facebook. I know. I know how hard it is to create websites and, like, how long it takes to have 20 different websites Uh to be managing 70 different Facebook profiles Uh on top of his own. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, what does he, how, where? I don't get it. His modeling pictures, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yes, because he was sure. such a model. Because yeah. he did. He did a lot of modeling. He's probably scamming on the side some other lady for her credit card. Well, like I said, he, he did escort and strip a little bit, which is oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, still, I, I just, I guess. You still need time to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did he even have time to do his job when he is Gosh. so into himself? I don't get it. <laughs> on to 2009, he meets the 70-year-old guy. Okay, and he becomes his travel companion. This is super random. Huh. So he meets this guy, and they just go traveling together throughout, like, Europe. I've heard of that. I'm not really sure why or what motives or how they ended up going on this adventure together. They just met. Um, Maybe there was an ad. Yeah, they just met, and then I think they said they met at some cafe or bar or something like that lunch place i don't know and then just traveled around the world they went to russia italy and france after he spent time wilding out with his friend (laughs) we move on to 2010 and this is when things start to get really dark with luca okay okay so as i said we're in 2010 now we're in the fall and he posts a link to his facebook And this link takes you to a video called Three Guys, One Hammer. Something I would just never click on in the first place, but people did. (sighs) What they saw was a man being horribly beaten to death with a hammer. It's said that this video was not done by Luca, but he still did share it. And it kind of gives an insight as to how dark he was becoming or how dark he's always been and the things he was kind of into or maybe some sort of foreshadowing. Yeah. Um... So he was starting to get real gross, and I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I hate Luca Magnata. Same. I hate this guy. Same. I hate his face. I hate you're everything about goofy him. Goofy looking. You're not hot. You never were. No. He's, Goodbye. You're disgusting. Ugh. I um, hate him. I hate him so much. Fucking hate him. He really starts to take a dive into some really horrible shit, mm-hmm. and so now we're moving on to winter, December. 21st 2010 so the fall video was just a couple months earlier he posted that three guys one hammer and then a couple months later in december he posts the videos that started that netflix documentary called one guy two kittens we're not gonna talk about it nope uh i refuse to talk about it i couldn't even watch uh what what was happening, especially when I watched the documentary, it makes me feel gross and, and sick, and I don't like it. So and there's no need for it. Yeah. This time, the video is, in fact, made by Luca. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to describe what he did. If you guys don't already know, you can go ahead and watch the docu-series on Netflix called Don't Fuck With Cats, Hunting an Internet Killer. But be careful. Yeah. It's watch hard. at your own risk. It it's is very not cool, man. It is mm-hmm. very not cool. Anyway... He's an awful human and has no soul, and long, terrible story short, he kills the two kittens in the video. His face was blurred, and the video was quickly removed from YouTube, but not before many animal activists already saw it. Oh, yeah. Which, 
most people, if they were to see the things that he was doing, would, even if they're not diehard animal lovers or animal activists, they would probably become one. Yeah, I agree. So, a former U.S. soldier under the name Save Kitty, his name is Ryan Boyle, he started a group called Find the Vacuum Kitten Killer for Great Justice, and 4,000 people signed up for the cause. All these people just volunteered all their free time mm-hmm. to just trying to find this guy with no compensation. Mm-mm. I find it awesome that the people who banded together, along with the next group I'll talk about, were able to like help find this guy. Yeah, they were breaking down yeah. like image by image by yeah. image in the videos, trying to find clues. Yeah. Like they're not detectives; no. they're just internet sleuths. That's and what it's I'm saying. Awesome, it's so cool. They became like their own little detectives. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself, so yeah. hang on. <laughs> the group noticed a set of pattern behavior by various users that seemed too similar to be like different people. Mm. So these various users, they started posting images from the kitten video without Luca's face blurred, which in order to do that, you would have to have have the original image. Yep. And this led the group to suspect that Luca was obviously the one behind these profiles, especially since that's kind of what he likes to do. What he does. On December 28th, an animal protection group called Rescue Inc. posted... A $5,000 reward for information to catch the vacuum kitten killer, which became known as the VKK, which I would rather call it that. Because mm-hmm. every time I say the real word, I just picture it in my head. I don't like the... Why? Why Why do you need to call it that? Because it's horrible, and people will probably rush to Click help. on it, and yeah. And but you knowing. would leave that one word out. I know. The kitten killer. You could just call him the kitten killer. That, yeah. Yeah. So they understood and were concerned about the fact that this is a gateway crime, obviously. Mm -hmm. As we all know, people who horrendously or in general, not even horrendously, but people who torture or hurt animals for fun uh, likely will do that to humans in the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, oops, hold on. In 2011, January 4th. Luca grabs a lawyer. He's in New York City. He's, like, nervous about the cat lovers and how he thinks they were catching on to him. Oh. And in the meantime, there are all sorts of investigations launched by the Animal Beta Project, which is the the other group I was talking about. You'll hear me refer to them as the AB Project. Okay. It was a group consisting of only 11 animal activists. These were the activists who were able to notice details in the videos, like the guy's clothes, furniture, And they were all the same or similar to Luca's in the photos he used to post so much. Because he would post photos of him everywhere, doing anything, you know. So there are, like, photos that you can use to compare with with the background images in these videos. And the posters on his wall. And and that's what makes me believe that he wanted to get caught in a sense yeah. and run because of his image yeah. like he wanted that attention yeah you wouldn't have done that and then posted all of these pictures in that same area mm-hmm. all Unless he's over that the stupid, internet honestly. i don't <laughs> i don't know if he is that who knows i don't know i think he just wanted to <coughs> be caught and have his name out there that is pro- the most probable explanation i would say he a narcissist he is and that's why i'm surprised like that it had to have been part of his diagnosis. I mean, to do all of this stuff, no non-narcissist would do all this stuff. It'd be interesting to know if narcissism is ever, like, associated... With his condition? With conditions that he has, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so they were able to find out the locations from some of the images that were taken and uploaded recently at the time and concluded that he was in Toronto. And the p police were able to open a case file in February, early 2011. Mm -hmm. So that was, they opened the case file early 2011 in February. Apparently nothing has happened yet, even into November 2011. Okay. I know stuff takes a while, but this is serious. You know, they could have prevented some shit. Yeah. So his first kitten video resurfaces and others are posted. Again, I'm not going to describe what he does because it makes me feel awful, but he again kills these kittens. It was one in one video and one in another video, I, mm -hmm. I believe. The people from the AB project feel like it was kind of a jab saying, look, I did it again. You still haven't found me. I'm still doing these awful things. Na 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 boo boo. You're never going to catch me. Ugh. So the Sun newspaper in London then released an article on Luca and his murdering of all these kittens. So all the way in London, I mean, this is hitting sensational. I mean, this is going Nationally, worldwide. Yeah. You know, because he was in Canada and then London's picking up on this. The fact that this wasn't expedited somehow just bothers me. I know, because they knew, like, they pinpointed who this person yeah. was. Yeah, I know, I, I just... But, like, the big people who need to listen weren't listening. Oh, a cat group. No, <laughs> exactly. Like, that They had tried to report it to police and other things, and they just were, were denied. Yep. And they literally could have saved... Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. They could have saved somebody's life. Uh-huh. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... The, the newspaper in London released an article on Luca and his murdering of all these kittens. And then apparently on December 8th, 2011, he showed up at the Times office, denied his killing of these kittens. So why didn't somebody call? I know. And say, hey, he's here, and have him expedited then. Yeah, come get him. Come get this dude, I mean, please. this was in 2011. It doesn't make any sense. He just walks up in there. It's like every episode of, of true crime. We get this angering, what the hell is happening? I know, like, I know. Like, why I isn't anybody away. catching this get guy? Yeah. Got to be kidding me. So a couple of short days after visiting, the son then reported to the London police that they had received a threatening email from who they believed to be Luca. Hmm. When they should have just reported to the police that Luca was there in the first place. Yep. This email had read, next time you hear from me, it will be in a movie I am producing that will have some humans in it, not just pussies. Mm. Yeah. That's awful. Terrible. Get the guy. Like, what the? <sighs> yeah. So in 2012, we're now into 2012 because that was wasn't, in December. Wasn't he kind of like moving around though? They couldn't pinpoint exactly where he was. They were able to a little bit, but then, I mean, come on. He's right. He was right there. In London at the Sun Times. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, but, like, before be that, wasn't there, like, a weird, like, he was kind of running around or something? He does kind of, like, throughout. Pop. Yeah. Okay. So, especially after could... especially after the this next terrible video, he, okay. then he actually okay. goes. But it's, like, before, he when these people had found his location, there and come just, on. Yeah, yeah. Annoying. Hound this guy, you know? Be on his tail. Yeah. In 2012, investigators for the AB Project got a tip that Luca may have moved to Montreal, uh, back to Canada. Mm -hmm. So they began looking there with resources like Google Street View and all that ah, stuff. Yep. I guess around this time, according to Murderpedia, Luca was making blog posts with the subject matter of necrophilia and, like, sedatives. Huh. So 
not sure really why that has to do with anything unless they were going to try to use that to catch him. Why can't you track where these blog posts are coming from? Why well, can't track is, yeah, track Yeah, track the IP. Shit. Like, why find are out you where not? this is coming from. This is not, now remember, this is now, two, after 2010, we have mm-hmm. the means to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. This isn't now, like, when we're investigating a case in the 80s or the 70s. And no, have we have stuff. it. Track yeah. it. See the email. Oh, this email came from this computer. This computer mm-hmm. belongs to Luca Magnata. Mm-hmm. Bam. Handcuffs. Bye. Right. Exactly. <sighs> so... In May of 2012, my resources said it was the span of the 15th and the 16th of May. People started referring to a video that wasn't yet released called One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. Uh, mm-hmm. For the next nine or ten days, his profiles were silent. On May 24th, June Lin, a Concordia University student, that's what I read, I believe it was Concordia, if it wasn't, I apologize, was a no-call, no-show at his job. So... On May 25th, a new video emerged from Luca called One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. Mm-hmm. This video lasted 11 minutes and was uploaded onto bestgore.com. Bestgore.com is a place for people to share really gross videos yep. of murder or beatings or rape. I mean, it's gross. I don't know how it existed. I looked it up to see if it was still active just to see, and it it said if you would like to buy Best Core Domain. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like when you go to Google and type it in, and they're like, oh, Google has it for sale. It's like literally the owner of Best Core, it almost seems like, that's trying to sell his domain for a good amount of money. I was wondering, like, was it set up as a premise of, like, fake? Like, you're making this stuff, but it's actually fake? No, according to what I've read, this stuff was all real on this oh, website. okay. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. It was and it kind wasn't of like dark like a web dark, type stuff. But it wasn't on the dark no. web. It was just, no. you get lucky and then bam, not lucky, but you For get, that type of person, they, they stumble upon it, you know, or. Don't watch that It's fucking nasty. It's disgusting. Yeah. I Well, honestly, it's not surprising when you see things like how. That haunted house we were talking about last time has 25,000 people on a wait yep. list. It yep. really does make sense. I can't, it's, yep. it's disgusting and unbelievable, but it's like. And I feel like our, a lot of our culture is desensitized to a lot of yeah. stuff. So they need to go deeper They think it's cool. They want to watch that. Yep. Not me, guys. If I, I wouldn't have even clicked on that video. I would not have made it 11 minutes. I probably wouldn't have made it two minutes. Like, I'm not. I'm into true crime, but I'm not into that. No, no, no way, especially when no. it's real. I mean, honestly, the last, very last episode, I was like a diehard Walking Dead fan. The very mm-hmm. last episode I watched was Glenn being beaten to oh, death because bash. the way that they yeah. made it seem so, like it was you mm-hmm. being Glenn, the heartbeat, the st- stopping, uh-huh. uh, no, too much yeah. for me, I'm done. That's too much. Uh, <laughs> too far. You went too far. And, like, I can look at crime scene like, photos. Yeah. That does interest me as well, but, like... Videos? I, no, I no don't want to watch that actually happening. No. I don't want to be a part of that at no. all. It's Icky. just, like, you know, yeah, we eat meat, but we're not looking at pictures of the animals being killed, which... No, and I didn't eat meat for a while because I did look at those exactly. pictures, and yeah. I did watch those videos, and they were horrifying, and... Honestly, the only reason why <sighs> I do eat meat is because I have, I'm have i too picky and need to, I know. to practice my taste buds enough. Maybe when I'm older, my taste buds are more... Refined? Refined. I'll be yeah. able to not I've, eat meat yes. and eat other things. because yes, I've found my palate is changing, but... Oh, yeah. Back in the day, it was like, you know... Our dinners were meat and potato. Like, what am I going to eat if I'm not eating meat? Like, yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Potatoes and a veggie. I was never a huge meat person. I actually just got into eating meat as I got older. It was always, my mom, especially, as you know, she don't like meat very much, and I was always the same yeah, way. Yeah, I'm picky. So very. it was always just a small palm-sized piece of meat with vegetables and, yeah. you know, the other uh, side. But, but a perfect, like, perfect type of meat, you know, yeah. no grizzle, no Ugh, fat, no, no. gross. I'm like, still real picky with that stuff. Like, same. I'll get, Sean will get a huge steak, and I will literally, like, by the time I'm done cutting it, oh god, liking, I'm eating like three pieces of me too, steak. and it's kind of disappointing because it tastes yeah. real good, and I'm like, and he's like, you know, you can eat that. I'm like, no, no. it goes on his plate because I ain't exactly the, the minute my teeth meet something Ugh, gross, you can tell cash out. Done. I'm done. The appetite done. over. Yeah, man. exactly. Done. So Goosey will be like, oh, I already cut your fat off, and I look at it and I'm like, no, you didn't. Not enough. Like <laughs> there's still yeah. fat on this. Are you kidding Dude, me? <laughs> I do surgery. To my meat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and mine. I'm sorry. People are gonna hate me for it. I like it well done. I've, I don't like pink. I don't like it dripping stuff. No. I've gotten in my in my later years. I've gotten a little more pink. I'm like a medium well. Oh, I can't do it for me. Medium and the other way yeah. is too much. I can't do it. Yeah, as, I, but ugh. you know, well done meat mom. doesn't always need to be dry. As long as it's marinated nicely and yeah. cooked perfectly, yep. it's still nice and tender. So yep. I just don't like pink stuff in my meat. Okay. Oh, God, no. Holy shit, we went way off the rails. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, so anyway. back to this. Yeah, so <laughs> he posted that awful video on Best Gore. I'm going to now tell you what the video consisted of. Okay. So we needed that little segue. The video consisted of a naked man. He was tied to a bed, and he was being repeatedly stabbed with a kitchen knife and an ice pick. Following that was the man being dismembered, and apparently acts of necrophilia came after. Luca then proceeded to, allegedly, take a knife and fork to cut off pieces of flesh to consume, and gave a portion of the body for his dog to chew on. Oh my god, no. It's fucking terrible. And this could have all been goddamn prevented. It's fucking pissing me off, honestly, mm-hmm. now that I read it out loud. It pisses me off. It could have totally could been, have been prevented. prevented. They could have locked him up long ago. Yeah, But no, a lot of the officers had to deny it and say that... Oh my god, so many people were trying to bring this to their attention and nobody was listening. Nobody it's just was listening. fucking pissing me off. And then they have to see this video because they're searching for him, so they're watching these videos. They're looking for yeah. any clue that they can. Yeah. I mean, so his they're parents, going through this stuff. Yeah. And then his parents oh. were already alerted that he's been missing since since like the 24th. That's terrible. So Okay. A few days later on May 29th, the Conservative Party of Ottawa report to police that they receive a package containing a human foot. Mm -hmm. The police confirmed they received a package with a hand, and the Montreal police were investigating a torso found in a garbage dump in the alleyway behind Luca's apartment. Mm -hmm. I guess each package also came with a note. One stated that there were six body parts that were mailed and that he would kill again. During the investigation in the... In searching the scene, they found bloody clothes, identification papers of the victim, mm-hmm. human remains, and sharp and blunt objects. That was a quote. I'm not sure what the sharp and blunt objects were. Naturally, the police wanted to check the apartment's security cam- cameras 
and they found Luca toting out multiple bags of garbage and piles of clothing, as well as what looks like to be papers of some sort. He actually, I watched him, like, open these papers up and look at them and then stuff them back in the garbage. I feel like he wanted to be found, but I also feel like he's stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I mean, come on. You're going to just go... Duh. Right across. security camera? You've like, lived there, hopefully for a little while now. You know that there's a camera there, I hope. Like, mm-hmm. are you that stupid? I don't know. Maybe he just really wanted to be on camera that much. Jesus. Over the... Uh, their next course of action was to search his apartment because they saw him on camera. So they're like, we're going to go search the apartment. Uh-huh. They, of course, found blood on the bed, blood on the fridge, and on the bathtub and the table. On May 30th, 2012, the police confirmed that the body parts that were already received belonged at least to the same victim. They didn't test it yet to confirm, to match it with the identity of the papers Mm -hmm. and with the body parts yet. On June 5th, two schools, elementary schools, received packages, one being the right hand and the other being the right foot. Oh, gosh. So, so far they have found four limbs and a torso. So that's five body parts. They're missing the sixth. Because oh Luca said in the note that there were six. I know what that sixth is. So with these and the name on the ID papers that were found, they then finally were able to compare the DNA from the body parts to June Lynn's family, and on the 13th of June confirmed that the body parts belonged to June. That's a long time for it's, his poor family to be like, is it, is it, yeah. is it? Aww. Oh, it's terrible. It's just so sad. Rest and June looked like a really happy, nice kid. Mm-hmm. And he was just having, you know, going to school, you yeah. know, doing his thing. Just having a life. It's really sad. Uh, on July 1st, Montreal police received a tip and found June's head at the edge of a small lake in Montreal. So this kid just, he went out so awfully, and it's just so terrible. I I literally hate Luca Magnata so Uh much. I agree. So going back to May 26th, so the June went missing May 24th. Mm -hmm. Video came out May 25th. We're now on May 26th, just the day after the video emerged. Luca then flew from Montreal to Paris with a fake passport. Okay. He stayed in Paris for a few days in a hotel before moving on to Berlin. And when cops got to the hotel in France, he was already on his way to Germany. So they were like one step behind Luca. Of course. He's not that smart. Okay, come on. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Berlin police spotted him in a cafe where he was found reading news articles and magazines on himself. Yep. Because that's what every narcissist would do, Uh especially an extreme one. But also, that is kind of smart because as... An escape, like if you're running away from police, you gotta you gotta follow what's going on in the case and where they are if they're on your tail or what the that last news yeah, is saying. I don't think he was doing that though. I think he was just like, oh my god, my name For, is all over the news. I, know. I need to read this Literally, right now. If I was running away, I'd be doing it for like intellectual purposes I would to find out what my next move is or like have a smartphone or something. Yeah, I don't think I would I, go to like an internet no. cafe. <laughs> It can't be the only place he could find Wi-Fi. Well, he might not have had data in his phone. And who knows? Germany. I I don't know. I don't know. We don't know these things, you Uh, guys. We don't know these things. We just (laughs) surmise. Anyway, he tried telling the police he wasn't Luca Magnata and tried several different names before going along with them peacefully. (laughs) 
like, no, I'm Jimmy, and no, I'm this person, no, I'm this person. All right, he, yeah, I'm Luca. Dude, you can take me. His aliases were probably rolling off his tongue so quickly. I know. Like, all right, Facebook number one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's a piece of fucking work. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, then Canada extradited him back from Berlin because finally he was in custody. It took, like, a little bit to get him back to Canada, like some stops here in Paris or something like that. There was some something about that, but yeah. I wasn't going to add that in. Luca then pled not guilty to all charges during a pre- preliminary video trial. Of course. Quote, on April 12, 2013, Luca Magnata was indicted on charges of first-degree murder, offering indignities to a human body, distributing obscene materials, using the Postal Service to distribute obscene materials and criminal harassment. Luca elected to be tried by judge and jury, and his date for trial was set all the way out for September of 2014. Jeez. During this time, they looked into all the animal cruelty charges and other videos and some other crimes they thought he could be linked to. There was something about, like, the Hollywood sign and how there were some body parts left near there. Oh, By I some think, Mark yeah. guy. Or, or maybe they thought he was, like, correlated with him. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't bring that up too much because I don't think they really found too much for mm-hmm. it. It didn't, no. they didn't say anything else, so. No, it was just, oh, body parts. You yeah, know, he could be. He's notorious for doing things like that. Yeah. So there you go. So on December 15th, 2014, the jury came to a decision. This took, um, this trial took 12 weeks. Don't know why it took so long. And they concluded that he is guilty on all charges. They sentenced him to life in prison with possibility of parole after 25 years. Hmm. He was also sentenced to 19 extra years on other unspecified charges. I'm sure these things had something to do with it. Committing an indignity to a dead body, publishing obscene material, mailing obscene, indecent, immoral, or scurrilous material, and criminally harassing Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper and several unnamed members of Parliament because he had sent things to the Conservative Party, so I wonder Mm -hmm. if they have something to do with that. Also... As none of us can forget, the animal cruelty. So I'm wondering if they tack down more sentences for that as well. I hope so. He better not be. Yeah. I was, I mean, (laughs) he better have been. Yeah. I was going to start saying, my next thing is Luca will not be getting out of prison due to COVID. Because I know that a lot of prisoners have been. Mm -hmm. He looks completely different and apparently doesn't like talking about his crime whatsoever now. Well, he's probably medicated, too. He's now on a regiment where he's probably taking his medication. I guarantee Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. he was not taking that medication. No. And mental health needs to be a priority everywhere, people. Mm Mm-hmm. So I know I attached, for some reason, I should crop this out because um, I said Luca in prison, but only the one on the right side in the picture is Luca in prison. It just shows how dramatic his appearance has changed since he's been in prison. It looks like his hair is, like, dyed, though. Oh, no, it definitely looks dyed. It's so colored. Like, he's in there, and he's just like, I still have to be beautiful. I know. Gosh. So, get this. In 2015, after participating in some sort of online inmate dating program, which is called Canadian Inmates Connect, which, I'm sorry... Fuck you. So is it like inmate to inmate or is it just like like it's some online. Joe to an inmate? No, it's inmate to inmate. Okay. 
but somehow they get it online like they get to have there are things yeah there are things where you can like pay money to get on the internet and you can like have chats with people yeah that sounds very safe to the public well it, it's not <laughs> what if they're starting to chat up young girls and it's like a facebook and no, shit. no it's like a pos like ugh, not a pos type of system it's like a uh an like a aos type of thing where where it's just for the person oh. they can only log into that thing and it just has people that you add Okay. And you have to pay money to, like, do it. So it's not just, like, the free wide web where they're just getting a computer and they're just, let me log into Facebook. and Man, prison this. is not what it used to be. No, no. And now I don't you get know, to chat with your inmate buddies. And I don't know if they do that everywhere or if it's just prisons, jails, whatever. If you guys know about that, right? Let us, us in. know. I'd be because... interested to find out, like, how that really works. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like that. I know my brain didn't put that together very well, but I hope you understood <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, after participating in Canadian Inmates Connect. <laughs> love the name of that. Luca began dating fellow life-serving inmate who was originally in prison for armed robbery, but is serving a life sentence after stabbing a fellow inmate to death in the shower. Jesus. Perfe- perfect couple. Congrats. Congrats. For real. They fucking got married on J- June 26, 2017. Good lord. So this guy who did all these horrible things just gets to live. It seems like he's fine. It seems like he's happy. He's fucking chatting on Inmates Connect and getting married. And I wonder if they do conjugal. I don't know, but it honestly pisses me off. I agree. This guy literally did something absolutely abhorrent. Literally only... Uh-huh. But when this happened... A couple years ago. A couple years ago. A couple fucking years ago. And he gets to go and just be jolly in prison. Yep. I'm sorry. That's not right at all. But then again, it happens here. Think of all the serial killers who end up getting married after, like, these crazy women are writing them. And I love you. It's just not right. And then, It seems like an an insult to the dead and to the families that they Mm -hmm. murdered and did these things to. And Mm -hmm. it honestly just... It doesn't make prison seem... I don't want to say prison's not a scary thing because I would be terrified to go to prison. But it doesn't make it seem nearly as daunting yeah. when you're reading yeah. about all these prisoners' mm-hmm. lives yeah. and how they're able to live kind of mm-hmm. somewhat normally uh-huh. as long as you have money, mm-hmm. you know. And I can understand human rights and all that, but I can also understand that prison is supposed to be It's reforming. my human right for you to not kill me. Right. It's supposed to be reforming these prisoners. Yep. And if you're yep. not... Taking away things that you're, I mean, it's just like a parent. You're just enforcing bad behavior. You're rewarding bad Mm -hmm. behavior. Only if you have enough money, it has nothing to do with good behavior. It has Mm -hmm. to do with, you got money? Sure. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, have you been incident-free here for six months? Yeah, sure, you can use one chat this one time. Well, it might still have discipline behind it to where, like, even if you have the money, well, that's getting taken away from you. Like, I think they can take, like, the phone privileges and stuff away yeah. from you at any time. You can't go to commissary, things like that. But who knows how much that's being enforced. Yeah, I you know. know. Cause, it's yeah, like, it's, it's, you, it's like, very angering because they've done horrible <laughs> things. And you feel awful for these families. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, good, they'll rot in prison. And are they really rotting? No. Are they? Not a lot. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> shitty shit you know like yeah but it's drugs coming in and and just yeah they're not rotting i can tell you that and it it, it honestly just pisses me off and they're raucous places like we drove by a prison and it was like a really weird i can't remember where we were but it was like we were at a stop sign and like right here where there was like a prison you can literally hear them yelling 
from outdoors because they just shout at each other and they're just like being and loud able and to just, do it. Is. you know, communal areas and things like that are from cell to cell just like screaming at each other. I'm like, um... Okay. Okay, that's really weird. Like, I don't, I would not want to be there. Discipline, let them. It was like during the day. I don't think it's like all hours of the night and stuff. They probably have lockdown, but. Children, inside voices. Yeah. Come on. They were shouting. You can hear prisoners from the outside. Shut the fuck up, dude. Stop yelling. For real. You should tell that to me. I gotta fucking stop yelling. I'm getting (laughs) getting all worked up, you guys. It happens. Uh, anyways, that's the end of my story of Luca. Holy Hopefully, fuck. honestly, I hope he never gets out because no. I feel like he's he would not do it done. Again. He would do yeah, it again, or at least wouldn't have been done if he had mm-hmm. the chance. Whether it be humans or animals, he just mm-hmm. he just wants that attention. Yeah, and I, I don't feel comfortable with somebody like that no. being like no. Out Hopefully, and about. you know. Uh, Mental illness is such a stigmatic type of thing, but I'm hoping that, you know, he is getting routine and treatment and taking his medication yeah. for his ailments because it is important. And who knows how different he could be with right. a little bit of help and guidance. The point and, is in mental health is rehabilitation, but it's hard yeah. when the people aren't participating yeah. in their own well, rehabilitation. Like, There's nothing you can do. You like, have to come to inpatient and take your pills. Well, this guy was not doing that. No. Isn't there something that we can enforce like Mm -hmm. i I don't want to say to lock people up but if they're not doing what they're prescribed to do why can't we get them an inpatient instead of an outpatient for just a little while well either that or why can't we have like delivery nurses who go over there and help them and take care of them for that time when they need to take those meds like why does it have to be so difficult? Everything's got to be so difficult just to get better. And in this why country. is such like, a stigma? Like mental illness is here. It's apparent. It lives in all of us. Anxiety, has depression. The brain is an organ, just like yeah. everything else. We have to work on it and not be ashamed if we're feeling sad or anxious or any of those things mm-hmm. because it's really important. And suicide rates are going higher now. So go get help. Talk to somebody if you're feeling low because mm-hmm. it's important and we love you guys. And be accepting of the help. Yeah. Be accepting of it because it really can help. You know, like Jenna said, you never know what Luca might have been like if he wouldn't. Yeah, he might have still had the narcissistic tendencies. That's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, we all have a little narcissist in us a bit. And he could have worked on that but, too. Right. You know, and, and taken it into a better But area. he might not have taken it to the kittens and then to yeah. June Lynn and all that. And that's where I get upset. I don't like it when... Mm-mm. When people don't try for their own selves and then they take it out on all these other people that, yep. you know, did nothing wrong. And like I said, June Lynn, he looked like he was such a sweet, yeah. nice kid who looked like he just liked having fun. He was doing his college thing. Mm-hmm. Smiling. Um, it was rumored that they possibly, maybe they were lovers or something, and that's why June Lynn even went over there in the first place. Well, I, wasn't it um, like a, like an ad, like a Craigslist ad, like for a hookup or something, and then they like they met up and went over, and it was supposed to just be like a... He had kind posting of like ads, that. but I didn't see correlations in my resource, but you know how that is. I might be missing something there, but it's very possible. I All I saw was the rumors that... Um, they might have been, like, romantically involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had this planned, because he's, I'm making a movie with humans this time. Like, Yeah, I mean, he, he already... had this planned. A couple days before, people were already rumoring this title somehow, mm-hmm. so, which is probably his fake accounts coming oh, in and yeah. saying, oh, Dropping one lunatic, it, one know? ice pick. Pay attention. Uh-huh. Wait, watch out for it. Oh, good. You know, it's just awful. Just awful. I'm like... 
surprised though because in his like prison photo he's smiling he yeah. isn't smiling anywhere else in any of the other like the other ones are just like model shots like mm-hmm. this one next it's real pouty and like mm-hmm. like his eyebrows like sticking up and he's like i'm so sultry yeah i mean every photo that you look up of luca he's just modeling and modeling yeah, and modeling just a sultry look and, and then this one like, is just like Hi. Yeah. It's a half-ass smile, but it's a smile. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't look as good now because I'm in prison. Don't post this on the medias. Sorry, dude. I'm dying my hair. Sorry, I got posted to the medias. Oh, God, this guy's trash. Har hardy har har for you. He's fucking trash. You jerk. Yep. All right, you guys, that's the end of the episode. Watch out for next week because we have a two-in-one coming to you for... Jingle Bell Christmas! Woohoo! Yay! I'm so excited. I we have a little bit of a reprieve from True Crime. We go into a little bit of legendary shit. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and pay attention to next week. I hope everybody has a good one. You can follow us on Facebook at More Than Murder and Twitter at More Than Murder Pod and Insta. Nope. Oh, sorry. Let's redo that. We have Facebook at More Than Murder, Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder, and Insta at More Than Murder Pod. And you can also follow us on YouTube if you just search for More Than Murder in that search bar. Scroll down a little bit and you should see it there. If you have any stories you particularly want to hear or just simply want to say hi, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that good stuff, then you can email us at morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. We will be going on live later tonight because it's Friday. And we will see you and talk to you later and next week. Yeah, we will. Bye. Bye.